Podlita. Working models who are working. Captions crunch. Podlita. Conspiracy theory. Top model math. Podlita. That's not very elegant. So nice to wear. I guess. Hey, and welcome to Podlita. That's top model podcast spelled backwards. I'm Alexander Price, and why are these numbers wrong? I'm Hannah Jane Ginsburg, and my fashion story is a Wall Street broker. And I'm J.W. Crump, and it's a real testament to your strength that despite the twirl, you still came through. And we're, of course, talking about Cycle 12, Episode 3, New York's Finest? <laughs> <laughs> nope, not true. Or... The Girl Who Has the Cleanest Nose. That's a great episode title, Alexander. Mm -hmm. And if you want to be a part of the greatness, you can sponsor us by going to anchor.fm slash podlatum. Once again, that's anchor.fm slash podlatum, or it's in the show notes. You can click it. You can type. You can click. That's the two options. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I paused for a, a it's a Tyra 2 list of a decision tree for you. And you can sponsor us for as little as 99 cents a month. All right. There's a $4.99 level, a $9.99 level, which Ooh. every single one of you that does that level, thank you. But all of you, thank you. Mm-hmm. So again, if you'd like to sponsor us, go to anchor.fm slash pod And Hannah, we didn't get a previously on again. So you're on previously on watch. Sexy watch has been done for a while. You were mm-hmm. due for a new watch. I need a watch. Yeah. This was a chill previously. The one thing that it did include was a sepia tone flashback of Nigel at the last photo shoot saying, I'm watching all of you. To which I responded, yes, Nigel, you're the photographer. <laughs> Hannah, I took an ill-timed sip of my diet coke (laughs) and you know that thing where you gag swallow and it burns all the way down i did it but you know what it was worth it because that was so accurate and so stupid the girls return home and we are only shown one of the quotes there was only one boo and it was this is a model (laughs) mine is placed on the bottom of the screen (laughs) i wish it had been three and i'm gonna actually say let's keep this is a model the Mm. next one is it sure is and the third one is i agree and it's just (laughs) the most boring conversation now in my head the quotes are talking we have a quorum (laughs) i will go on a journey this episode of the quotes because i was obsessed with finding out what it was. So I will share with you my process as we go through. Because I received my answers at the end. I received them. but I just took it at face value that there was only one. Unlike you to have an obsession, Alexander. <laughs> this is new and different, and I don't care for it. Nyjah says Tyra talks too much. And I said, bye, Nyjah. <laughs> I wrote, bye, Nyjah. <laughs> right here. Because- Nyja. When they show her being like, just give me the photo, Tyra, just give me the photo, and making all the other girls agree and laugh with her very accurate read of that situation. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote it after, when she said, I want the judges to see my personality, the ghost of Molly Sue appeared in my house and went, oh, no. No. I think it's so funny that Nyjah 
doesn't get a lot of, of a personality at it. Because no. you know what I think Nija is? One of our adults. Friendly? Yeah, an adult fun. friendly person. Mm-hmm. Amina. Amina has sayings. Amina, this is a great, this is great advice. Don't check yourself out until Tyra checks you out. That is perfect. Great. It's been a while since you've had a good needlepoint sampler. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. This, I will take it. Give it to me. And then later, she summarizes, meaning Amina summarizes the show in a way that I wish I could have. Mm-hmm. Right? All they want you to do is have fun and look good and be interesting. Yes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that is America's Next Top Model. I think Amina's coming for London's gig, though, because she gives Talia the come to Jesus talk. <laughs> it's so funny. I love that Talia loves a green grape. Baggy yes. of green grapes. That is one of my favorite go-to snacks. Especially mm-hmm. if you ice them a little Yes, bit. I was going to say, stick them in the freezer for 20 minutes. I love that as a fun little dessert. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. <sighs> grapes are delicious. You know what's disgusting? The way the camera loves to focus in on Talia's hands. Yep. Just to remind us, as if she doesn't openly and, like, competently talk about it herself yeah it's like they're making it like a secret that she's yeah later in the episode i'm just gonna get it out now because i don't remember exactly when it happened there's like a shaky zoom in on lotion on her body in a way that is so unnecessary and yeah it's it's i would have been so upset if i were her if when i saw the edited episode because this is not something she knows is happening in the moment No. no she don't know zooms are happening and I just, ugh. Can we talk about their short, curvy little runway? It is, How why is, is it? helpful? Here's, okay, I'm going to defend Sandra. Can't believe I'm doing this. This is how long Sandra thought her runway was supposed to be. <laughs> so when she, in that first episode, walked back, she was like, I've only practiced six feet. <laughs> they start practicing because they get a tire mail that says to mind your P's and Q's and J. Do they start practicing now? Because I wager this is, is this some from later? editing shenanigans. Mm. You spy shenanigans? Hmm. <laughs> oh, that just makes me a Sheena. <laughs> yeah, right? We learn the secret of the Tyra chest because they know it. You know how we question that whether- That was my like, favorite Babysitter's Club summer adventure book. <laughs> <laughs> secret of the Tyra chest? Yes. Oh, was that a super special where you got to see everyone's perspective chapter by chapter? Yes, it was. Mm. Listeners, I feel- so left out whenever Hannah and JW <laughs> reminisce fondly on the Babysitter's Club because I, I will, was an Animorphs gay. I <laughs> will go to South Jersey where all of my books still are and bring you back some. <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate it. We learn that the they the Tyra chest appears, not just the key, but the actual box and table have to be wheeled in to be in front of the digital art and that's how they know tyra i didn't notice that i hope that when they're up in their room they just hear (laughs) i just went through i just went through a whole journey picturing this because at first i was like well what if there was like a pit crew equivalent on top model and then i was like no top model is where you hide under the table so someone had to there's a shelf and they sit on the shelf and then they wheel themselves in. It's like a room service cart. Yes. That they have to like wheel. They're under underneath. they're under the white tablecloth. They <laughs> yeah. wheel it in. They wait for them to read the tire mail and then they wheel themselves back out. <laughs> Even better, they get the tiniest knot. <laughs> tire chest. Tire chest? 
Oh, you can put it near the bed. Thanks. <laughs> we learn that Natalie is basically a working model who is working and feels like she shouldn't be on the show. Yes. Did Natalie need to be on the show? No. And as they're practicing on the runway, I did a do update. One of the quotes is a chameleon. And the other quote, I had to do a hangman style, like <laughs> figuring out what it is. Because I have Geffeard, and it's it looks like G-E blank I-R-D. And I paused so hard, and I got so close to the TV to figure out what it is. And it just says Geffeard Tyra. So it's something Tyra said. <laughs> Ooh. We'll get there. We'll get there. But I, I was also using... a lot like the plot of the wig, the bitch, and the meltdown. Yeah, uh-huh. Because I was using letters, the, the font. I was having to match letters from other words <laughs> in the quotes to figure out what letters were in I just imagine word. you in CIS style. And, you know, you've got the quirky computer nerd that you're with. And you're just like, enhance. Enhance. Can you yes. enhance it? <laughs> I and it can. just got blurrier and blurrier. <laughs> yes. Chris comes in with a heavy bang. <laughs> <laughs> and funky glasses. <laughs> so they head to number 132 somewhere. Seem like maybe Queens. Mm-hmm. It's an old mansion, according to London, who casually enters the old mansion with a Hitchcock scarf around her head looking stunning. And calls the house scenery. Because she knows. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Again, London, and I'm going to say this every episode that she's on, knows what this show is, has a strategy, and understands exactly how to employ this. She has taken a top model, an actual top model prep course, mm-hmm. and she knows all the beats of this show. Yeah, she's actually certified to teach it now. Yeah. Miss mm-hmm. J appears at the top of the stairs and descends in a way that my mind immediately went like a, because I once read a book called Someday This Pain Will Be Useful to You. There was a quote. It was about a gay young teenager in in the Upper West, uh, Upper East It's a good book. It is a good book. Mm -hmm. But his grandmother is Miss J and says the line, a lady should never proceed down a staircase facing forward unless she wants to look like a charging bull. And Miss J descends the stairway with that in mind, leg over leg at a sideways angle in the fanciest pajamas. I love these fancy pajamas and the velvet blazer that goes atop them. Whole thing great. Just the lightest bit of character work in the voice, too. It stays exactly the same amount committed through the entire bit. I'm going to say there's one moment (laughs) where someone breaks this illusion and I can't wait to talk about it. We learned three things about Miss J in this episode. Is a master of pouring tea, unlike Hannah. Thinks the height of luxury is wearing all-day pajamas, like Alexander. And like JW, can't do a British accent. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. All of our best features. Hannah, I hope you understood that I wasn't coming for you hard. I was coming for you with my teapot that (laughs) is your crazy teapot. Inscrutable the poor. <laughs> so they all get asked to dress worse. Yes. <laughs> These sweater sets. No, 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 no. The sweaters are bad, but London and Nyjah get sweaters that perfectly match the color of the khakis Ugh. so that they become khaki blobs. Who made that monstrosity? 
Why would anyone ever do that to themselves? Why a tan sweater? Because sure, the pink, yellow, purple, none of them look great, but at least you can you can define the top of someone from the bottom. (laughs) It almost feels like we wanted to disappear London and Nyjah in the way that they have disappeared all the furniture in this place. (laughs) Where is the furniture? Charm schools don't have furniture because you can never sit. (laughs) Sitting isn't ladylike, only standing. Also, apparently in the contract to use this house, they were told they could only walk on this carpet. Do not scratch the floor. Uh That I believe 100%. So this is our obligatory cycle by cycle J tips. Now with a slight theme. I think we get one of our best Miss J impersonating a contestant of Mm -hmm. all time Mm -hmm. with Sandra. Yes. I'm shocked he didn't stop halfway down, though. (laughs) (laughs) It is accurate, devastating, but still fun. Mm -hmm. The perfect trio for something like this. I want to ask the two of you, is Allison's walk that bad? It seems On this show? Fine. This is the thing. Allison's never going to be a runway model. That's not her lot in life but also they keep acting like she's horrendous when i think it's just below average it reminds me of how people are dressing at panel again this is a very professional group so even the ones who aren't as good at walking are teachable and improve very rapidly yeah allison's definitely better than the flashback they showed to when she was walking in the cloud Uh uh-huh she's Mm -hmm. gotten increasingly better yeah we get a lot of faux improves rapidly too. She does actually. Yeah. And then some guests arrive. Wait, right before that, because I need to. I need to. I actually need two more minutes to prepare myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One for each. Allison says, "I can feel everyone's eyes on me." Well, yeah, because there's nothing else to look. You're. They're all. There's everyone's no watching. The day. <laughs> yeah. And the one time Miss J falls out of character is speaking about Natalie because Natalie is just a model who is walking and drops the accent. Oh, Natalie's actually really good. Um, Really good walk. Uh, Really like Natalie. A walking model who is walking. Walking. Pew, 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 pew. (laughs) A four pew salute for the perfect joke. Now, please introduce us again. To Bianca and Chantel. (laughs) Sometimes it's Chantel. Chantel. And Bianca's. They look cute. Bianca's hair? I mean, we saw poor Mm -hmm. Bianca go through so much hair shit. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Chantal's like, get rid of those bangs. It is so funny, though, that they are only three cycles ago, and somehow they look so much more like actual models. Yes. Than this cycle. It feels like a thousand years have passed. Mm. Like, it feels like, why did you bring them back? Yeah, both not enough time and too much has passed. Yeah. Tiana... I don't know. There had to be somebody else in this group who was more excited about this than the talking head they get from Tiana, who goes, it was just crazy seeing them like right there in person. Somebody was more excited about this, right? Clearly not. Then the nerve of them to start talking about model respect with (gasps) Bianca. (laughs) And to be fair, if we think Chantal didn't win because she almost killed a person. Yep. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't bring that up. Like, remember that time you knocked someone fully off of stilts to their peril? Is this a read on Celicia, or was Celicia like, 
nah. because it's so weird to have the winner not there. No, Salisha had an acting job on a soap by now. She's not coming back. I think, well, here's the thing. When they bring back a contestant who's not a winner, which is rare, it does feel like someone who's potential all-star before all-stars was a glimmer. And sure. Bianca is that. Yeah. Chantal's the one that I find so interesting as a pick. Except yeah. for that one time Twiggy just wanted to hang out with Melrose. Yeah. Exactly, though. <laughs> Sometimes when you bring people back, I just feel like there's a particular reason, but it's not like the two of them were known specifically for their walks and or model respect. This is a good lesson, though, I think. It is a cool is. lesson to mm-hmm. do of well, how to walk by someone. This whole walking <laughs> lesson seems much more grounded and useful. Not anything, not that it's ever Miss J's fault, but a lot of the no. time it's like, you're going to walk in front of firefighters for no reason. <laughs> but this seems like a very valuable lesson because we're about to see a runway show for someone important. Yeah. Yes. So did production make these girls play truth or dare? Or is there one woman who wants to like make everyone else in this house well, if London's nightmare. eye roll is to be believed, production made that because <laughs> London can't help but give a talking head with disdain and disgust for truth or dare. Seems to be the game. This is also not truth or dare. I've never seen truth or dare played like this. No. Well, I mean, Un- it's... unless every unless every slip of paper had both a truth or a dare. Ooh. Truth or dare is normally... You or pay. you would have to have a truth bowl and a dare and a bowl. a dare bowl. Yeah. yeah. Which I have actually done that version of the game. Where everyone but that's not what to... they play. They just play pick a thing. Well, here's the, here's the thing, though. It is actually a... Fl- if you're going to play truth or dare, which dangerous Don't. game for your social group. Yeah. But the it's nice to do the truth like this because then they aren't pointedly at about one person. Yes. Right. I do like how wholesome these dares are. Yeah. Do the Carlton. Mm-hmm. Nisha does a decent Carlton dance. Yes, she does. She does. Lick inside Amina's clean nose. I liked Courtney asking context-free for us who has the cleanest nose. Perfect. <laughs> it caught it. Courtney's just enough of a doof that you were just like, is she just asking? Exactly. And then Natalie gets who besides Jessica and yourself had the worst photo last week. You can be honest. Oh, I'm gonna be brutally honest. Yeah, Natalie. We're not, we know. This is the thing, though. Natalie seems to actually take her time to think about and go yep. through the photos. Yep. And if we didn't know, this menacing electro shock music would cue us in. <laughs> Paulia in a talking head says, like, I had the worst photo, I think. I really didn't like my photo. And then Natalie's like, I think Talia's photo was the worst. And Talia's like, that bitch, Natalie, she doesn't need to ever speak to me again. Whoa. Yeah, this seemed like a big reaction for what was said and done unless we miss something i don't have any respect for her and i don't like her now Woo! now turns on the dime talia i like her next thing which is again that mm, perfect top model confessional giving you every single option she's selfish and inconsiderate which is either going to help her win this competition or she's going to fall on her face well, yeah, that's two options. Or it won't two options. <laughs> yep. Also, Tyra Chest, this is where that teaching of Natalie teaching other girls how like giving tips for walking, because Natalie was basically told you have the best walk and you're a model. So why wouldn't Natalie be giving tips on the runway? And yeah. the last quote was genial. No. Genial. 
No. Mm-mm. Genial. Absolutely. Tyra didn't. No. Genial. No. <laughs> yes. Tyra called Tiana's picture genial. What does that mean? Nice. Nice. Friendly. Cordial. Oh. <laughs> that's 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 what Nyjah is. Nyjah's the only friendly one. <laughs> Courtney has gay man chair sit. And what I mean by that Ooh, is can't Courtney, sit normally. She can't sit normally in a chair. And here's I'm gonna give a little tick 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 tick. That was me opening a curtain in five beats. I'm not Good. sure if that was clear for the listeners. Usually that means your hair is getting shorter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. I'm so Canonically sorry. Canonically in top model. You're mm-hmm. pulling back the blinds, the yeah. vertical blinds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> crunch, 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 crunch. crunch. <laughs> if you're a straight listener, hello. Um <laughs> There is a Why are you here? phenomenon. I love you. I'm kidding. <laughs> there is a phenomenon where gay men can't sit in a chair properly. And it is oft mocked for by Instagram comedians because it's the lowest of hanging fruit. It is a strawberry that is in a bush. It is on <laughs> the ground. So easy to pick. However, every gay man I know can't sit in a chair properly. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't do it. I splay. I splay all day. Twist and turns. and Yeah. I'm here to play and I'm here to splay in that chair. (laughs) Your your head is facing one way. Your back is facing the other way. Legs. Legs askew in ways you (laughs) never imagined. Then Tiana comes back from her remake over and looks not very different. Slightly better. I mean, it's better. Yeah, I know. But they make this whole big deal of like, oh, it's so much better. I thought it was going to be really different. And it. Is not. Wasn't. Allison has seen the show because Allison says of her bad runway walk, if there's an elimination tomorrow, I'm going home. Someone remembers Hannah's elimination. (laughs) Also, this would have been a good, like, from the Tyra mail, it was a reasonable expectation. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. So we head to a space where (laughs) they are. You said that. Well, they are still painting the wall Mm -hmm. when they arrive. That room is going to smell of paint fumes for Jill Stewart's fashion show. Why were they still painting the walls and yet the chairs were all set up? And if you don't know who Jill Stewart is, the most important thing to know is that she designed the yellow plaid suit from Clueless. Yeah. That's how iconic we're talking. Mm -hmm. And people love to throw around the word iconic, but that is an iconic look. Yes, actually iconic. Yeah. Well, and also her mother was big deal fashion designer too. Like mm-hmm. she designed things for like Natalie Wood and Lucille Ball. Mm-hmm. Presentation wise, Jill Stewart really gives me real housewife look though. In energy, she gave me aunt who's being forced to watch her niece's school play. Yes. Mm, okay. From, from Staten Island. <laughs> uh, also, the lengths, the lengths of these dresses and the material of which they're made don't reach the level that I ascribe to Jill Stewart. I mean, this is not her best work, I imagine. This is what she allowed them. Yeah, I don't even think this was a collection. No. Because there are a lot of gender reveal pastels, and then there's a lot of black, like solid. very strange. Yeah. Outfit that I do love, the striped sweater that Miss J is wearing. Yeah. This is the girls to Jill Stewart. Yes. Would wear. The interesting thing about this runway is twofold. One that's told to them now, and one which was revealed later sort of by London. <laughs> right now, it's walking with several shopping bags. 
Which, yeah. okay, you're going to walk with bags in some runway shows. They're clearly overdoing it for the show. Yeah. yeah. But all right. Then we're shown the runway, and there's things like a trash can, a fire hydrant. That fire hydrant. The fire hydrant. <laughs> and I guess I just didn't realize how much they were on the runway until later London says... I got so into it that I didn't even notice the obstacles. And I was like, obstacles? And then I was like, oh my God, those are on the runway. In the middle They're not of it. just beside of it. And then someone comes in screaming for her. And Choquette. She was so normally volumed, she must have been yelling. And comes in with Edward hand. Yes. Like making sure that every fingertip waved to each girl. And I loved every moment my favorite moment of the cycle so far i'm gonna say is when Anne tells them that they all look beautiful and london mouths back silently thank you (laughs) i so pure adored it (laughs) also you tell me that Anne choquette zeroed in on london as 17 magazine yeah (laughs) yep i also think in regards to Anne Choquette's top that she is wearing, that this is what she wears when she has to deal with top model and doesn't want top model stink on her regular <laughs> wardrobe. She yeah. has a top model wardrobe yeah. <laughs> that she wears when other, because she always changes when she actually goes to work and you're like, oh, this looks better. But mm-hmm. it's like, this is my... Here's the thing, just for people out there who know this, I bought Anne Choquette's book. And I'm working my way through it. It's called The Big Life. Sometimes when you look at it quickly, it looks like The Big Big Lie. (laughs) The Big Lie. And it's kind of written from the perspective of you just graduated college. You're a young adult. I like to imagine it. It's it's, you read 17 when you were a teenager. This Mm. is the master class and transitioning to a young adult. And so far, honestly, very good, even though I'm not the demo. And she dresses so differently for all of the photos that you see of her in there that I think that's a great theory, Alexander. Why is this audience full of children? <laughs> I don't know. I got flashbacks to that weird prom thing they did in Cycle <laughs> 8. It was a federal Monday, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then at, at minute 12.52, Jill Stewart stares down the barrel of the camera and I was so uncomfortable because I don't know what happened but it's like she said she said I heard what you said I heard what you wrote about my dresses so weird when they're walking Celia loads up glamourly because she's walking with bags, which is completely uncommon. Strange. Weird. Biggest issue with these bags is that they were clearly not weighted down with anything. Yeah. Oh, no. They're tissue. Yeah. And it makes it way more difficult. Yeah, you especially notice it when the doors fly open and they are hit. Blown back. <laughs> wind. You know when you go into a supermarket sometime and in order to keep the flies out, They have the wind curtain. That is what this was. Nobody tells Allison because she almost falls down. The puff of air that hits Allison right after we hear how nervous she is. And it doesn't help that the doors are swinging doors. So the air hits them and they just saloon door style like juggle, juggle, juggle. So funny. And of course, Allison got one of the solid black looks because she's goth. She's weird. Miss J is very offended when Natalie does a twirl 
in the middle of the runway. Yeah, it looks like Miss J is like, don't you fucking swirl here. And then it looked like Jill loved it. This yeah, entire Jill loved episode, it. Not even, nay, this entire cycle feels like a rebuke to the Aswirl twins. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, Jill Stewart loved it. And Miss J is not about it. So, Alexander, I transcribed some lyrics. Please. And I know that I know that you did the research. Yeah. But I'm just going to say the lyrics I transcribed. Please do. Please do. Hot chicks. You know I can't get enough of them. When I'm with them hot chicks, they make a party. I love them hottest. Yes, them hot chicks. Do you know who sings that song, Hannah? I do not. Our old friends, the <gasps> DNC. Thank goodness. I'm glad they're still <laughs> recording. That is not the only song that plays. The first song that plays is X5's The Mo- the Moment, in which five different lyric sites do not have the lyrics. So I wrote wow. down what I heard. Yeah, every time let's roll what you want. Straight down the elevator, confidence road. Seething <laughs> back the Mac of control. This be the right of minds. Take the time. Can't decide on the time. This be in the time of the pressure. Something, something pressure. <laughs> Anything in life I want, I go get it. Don't sweat it. Deal with the cards you've been dealt. Keep the cards you've been playing you're dealt. What? Edge of my hair. Look back. Destiny's here. (laughs) This is the wrong time to show any fear. I've been waiting a long time to know that I'm here. This is the moment. Don't sit on it. Jump up on it. Act like your boy. Act like you belong. Stop playing. Let's go. Me doing musical improv. <laughs> if you think that I am not calling my elevator Confidence Road from here on out, you are wrong. <laughs> then the last song, and this is my favorite, and you'll understand why. It is by Blue Stolly called The Ultimate. They actually have a blue wi- uh, they actually have a Wikipedia page. Oh, cool. They are the mouse rat of bands because ah. the other names they've been having over the years are the insignificant others, Lucid oh. Hardware, Voxus Machina, <laughs> Voxus, the Gimp Smackin' Love Truckers, what? Remorse Code, and Sunset Neon. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you say Remorse Code? Yes. Oh my god <laughs> then this is the song these are all the lyrics okay and i'm gonna read it in two different accents and i hope you understand why this is the ultimate ultimate this is the ultimate i can't go for it go now this song is apparently in karaoke bars <laughs> it has three instrumentals and those are all the lyrics. I mean, great pick if, you, if you're worried about knowing the lyrics during yeah. that karaoke. Fair. Wow. Remorse code. Remorse, remorse code. code is objectively incredible. <laughs> they were only known by remorse code from 2006 to 2007. They are now known as Sunset Neon. Sure. <laughs> so this runway completes. We go to our maybe half-finished backstage area. And let it be known... Everyone did a pretty good job. Yeah. I thought London was great. I thought Faux was really good. Yeah, absolutely. I Everyone did a good job. Even the people like Allison that were worried about it. Everyone did fine. Mm-hmm. Then we call Nyjah, and this is the beginning of it, Nyjah. Yeah. And not only that, but Jill is so unsure how to say that name. And she looks down just like when you're 
a teacher doing roll call mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, okay. Nija, close? <laughs> but she's not the only one. Yeah. And then they tell Natalie that even despite the twirl, you win. And her prize is the weirdest prize we have ever gotten. She gets a nebulous idea that she's going to get clothes picked out by Jill Stewart herself. Still better than dinner. Worst part of this is that they name a top two, Celia and Natalie, and then they dangle a fashion prize in front of Celia's eyes. Uh-huh. Cruel. It is. This is strange to me. And it's for drama because they're, they want people to hate Natalie. Yeah. Because either the twirl was fine, which it was. It wasn't great. It was fine. But I get it. She was in a long flowy thing with a ton of bags. It wasn't yeah. like the worst choice in the world. She was She not. was happy with her purchases. If if this is a, a good faith mistake that they all actually don't like, she was not so much better than everybody else that she would no. still win. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Silly. Jill Stewart cuts off Anne Choquette <gasps> and a new letter to the editor started. <laughs> We get some Talia character development with a phone call. We haven't had a lot of phone calls so far. No. With, I think it's pronounced Marquis. Uh, yeah, Marquis. Yes. Yeah. Um, Talia's sister. And this is the the planting a new bead tree with some little beads, which is, does Talia want to be here? A storyline that's going to sink its venom into Talia and everything you know about her for the rest of her time on the show, if I remember correctly. Yeah. I will say, Talia says something very interesting, which is she doesn't feel like she's being herself. And I agree, Mm. because this version we're seeing in the house is kind of exhausting, especially this episode of this, like, oh, it was really bad. How dare she tell me it was bad? And, like, this kind of wishy-washiness. Getting into the um, that headspace of the more they tell me I'm not confident the less confident I feel. Yeah. So I really need to be confident, but I don't feel confident, which is something that I've experienced many times. And it's not a fun place to exist. No, no. Yeah. But it's just so interesting that there's this like moment of clarity and it's the same. It feels like the same Talia that we met at auditions in life. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. What was Tiana's laying on the ground bit right after the Tyra mail? I didn't, so, I missed it. Courtney, I want to say, Courtney gives Celia a piggyback ride to the Tyra mail. Yes. Which is another moment of Courtney being fun. Yes. The show has forgotten Courtney. I don't want to. Then they get the Tyra mail. Give it your all tomorrow or you might get thrown under the bus. And then Tiana is being under the bus. That's also fun. Tiana's pretty fun and they're not highlighting it a lot. No. Then they're at, for some reason, the bottom of Central Park at Columbus Circle where a double-decker charter bus and we know that it's a charter bus because the marquee of the bus just says charter brings mr j i liked his outerwear this i did a nice too coat. actually i did too i'm going to put your model skills truly to the test today oh good in another group shot yeah and also did anyone else feel that this was not thought through this whole shoot like they were making it up as they went along. Scheduling wise, it definitely wasn't because no. so much of it happened in the in the like dawn of night for the rest of the episode. Again, why does this keep happening? Did they only get licensed to shoot from like 4 p.m. onward in New York? Was that the only time this charter bus was available? No, the whole they put this emphasis on the bus, which only gets used sometimes. Yeah. 
And also, in areas like, that bus doesn't fit in Soho. No. no. So, so we have the return of someone that we really like. Yeah. Also looking great in outerwear, Mike yeah. Rosenthal. Is this the first time we've ever seen Mike Rosenthal in a lair that isn't a t-shirt? Oh, absolutely. This is he the can, warmest Mike's ever been. He can wear that beanie every day. Mm-hmm. The replacement for the fast fashion witch is now the fetus. <laughs> <laughs> Lateral <laughs> move. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now, one thing I do like about this photo shoot, despite being very irritated that it's another group shot, as we pointed out last episode, for some reason is a theme of this cycle, is that they are given two very specific directives and briefs. Mm-hmm. And that's such a rarity in Top Model, which yeah. is we want to, you to symbolize, we want you to model the area you're in. Sometimes they say town, which is not what it is, but whatever. <laughs> And who your character is. Yes. Great. And they actually do seem to generally judge them on that. It is interesting to me that Mr. J frames this as a, this is going to be really hard because you have to tell a story. And I'm like, no, this is what it's always supposed to be like. Yeah. And also he keeps claiming that we're going to his favorite parts of Manhattan. What? Yeah. I don't believe this. I love that Sutan just breaks the world by saying that the makeup's bad. I had never seen anybody look like this in Soho, but... Okay. <laughs> awesome. I love Amina saying that she doesn't like the word bitches mm-hmm. because Foe says, and Foe was just trying to be cute, yeah. but Foe was saying like we're power bitches because her and Amina are going to be the Wall Street folks. And Amina's like, we're women. Bitches don't wear this. And she's also trying to be cute, but trying to be like, let's say women yep. mm-hmm. as a group because I think she knows that Mr. J is going to take that and run with it. Yep. <laughs> Uh-huh. Who would have guessed how fun the pairing of right? Amina and Foe would be? Lovely. So cute. With the dumbest props. <laughs> the dumbest props, but I will say, I think they got one of the easier setups and they made the most of it. Yes. Because yeah. at least this is an actual character of business person. But they did get the it they got the easiest characters in the most bizarre setting being on top of a tour bus. <laughs> yes. Uh you know. You're working on the go, Alexander. You're taking a tour and typing. They accomplished the secret challenge of ignoring the bus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just like this idea that they're holding the laptop and then a suitcase full of money. But the all of the things their, that like, they say. Oh, my sl- God. Our stock market is going down right now. <laughs> my favorite is Foe t- asking Amina to send an email by going, talk to this fool. <laughs> <laughs> why are these numbers wrong just like your opening quote so it's so funny me funny. watching every episode of Top Model. yeah <laughs> right and amina gets to wear her own glasses because amina is just now Cute. having to self-style because what she's bringing is better than what they're booking yeah, the yeah. Again, we deservedly give celia so much credit for being self-styled so well amina's right there with her a lot of times yeah. though yeah courtney and nyja get the nonsense thing of an artist and a muse and i never figured out who was who nope uh, i couldn't think tell. I, have, I have a theory i have a theory but they're in soho because the way before you say your theory alexander yeah. the way that mr j talked about it i thought that they were both artists me too looking for a muse me too or like the, well, the city was their muse or something that's because perhaps you didn't see the tiny cello that we handed to Nyjah. I a did child's see the tiny cello. cello. 
but it still didn't help. No, so but then does but then, that mean that hold up? Hold up. Does that mean <laughs> that Courtney was painting Nija the cellist because her music was giving her the music? Synesthesia. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then for Mr. J to say to Nija, because she's holding the cello as you hold a cello on the ground and playing it. And he's like, why are you doing this? Like holding it on the ground, playing it. And it's like, because you've handed her a miniature cello. This is definitely, this is the worst setup, I think. For Easily. Sure. Yeah. Easily. And Courtney said gay rights because she turned it into they were lovers. Yeah. Good for her. She really did. And also, I mean, it's Soho, not inappropriate. Group. right <laughs> then celia and sandra we are not told where they are mm. they're just nannies i think they're supposed to be upper west side though that was the what i thought maybe it was very upper east fabulous side nannies in platform shoes and then for some reason they are off of the bus uh-huh and they're drunk maybe well, they do have the smallest most antique baby carriage that they're nanny. <laughs> Is for. Allison in that carriage? <laughs> oh my gosh. If they had done a thing where it's Allison's head through a baby little body puppet that she controls. It's the it's the foe made of hair and tears. <laughs> <laughs> now they admit both in panel and right now that they don't really look like nannies or anything. And you're right. This probably is Upper East Side. I'm mixing up my locations because that must be what this is, right? Yes. Well, also, because the next grouping of London and Allison, we're told that they are Upper East Side. They are not. They're on Fifth Avenue by Ruby Foos, which is in Midtown. Right. But they're styled to look Upper East Side, even though they didn't go to that town. (laughs) Also, their character is just mean girls. Your socialites. I, to be snotty. I do love this joke. Snobby socialite. Mike on a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's like, what? Yeah. Mike, who is always eating a soft pretzel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> From start to finish has soft pretzel. Sometimes just talking with his mouth full. At what point Mr. J says to Allison, look up, but down. <laughs> Sincere question, though. Has Allison held a phone before? <laughs> Because her modeling implies that she has it ever. No, the way she's holding it, y'all, is both gentle and firm in a way that's indescribable. Because she is Victorian. She doesn't (laughs) understand this technology. I don't know. This this one was tough because I do feel like they had the easiest thing to caricature in some way, and. Allison cannot grasp this concept. No, not at all. Tiana continues to be fun because oh Tiana is re- is asked to spit out her pretzel and she does it over the side of the bus. On someone's um, head. Playing tourists, spitting food onto other tourists. I almost feel like this setup should have been kind of all of them as then different characters. Yeah, if it had been like a campaign for Visit New York, yep. it would have made more sense. And I will say, these the final product are my favorite photos that we've gotten so far because Mike Rosenthal is good at his job. Right. And even if the styling isn't necessarily good, like we've said, since there is a story, the styling is declarative enough that it's to fun understand. to look at. Yeah, they are definitely styled differently too. Yeah. 
Natalie mimes holding a camera for some reason. With a camera on the ground in front of her. Did Natalie have, like, did Natalie contract whatever Sandra has and now blacks out during things? Because it seems like she's a different person in this shoot. This is odd, right? Like, Natalie seems like she's not all there for this shoot. I don't know what's going on. Is it just because it's three o'clock in the morning in the middle of Times Square? I mean, Very possibly. Tiana and Talia are having a grand old time, though. And it's so nice. Like you said, Alexander, it's so nice to see Talia having fun and enjoying herself and feeling good. Yeah. And I'll say this. I actually like they're trying to villainize Natalie. And I'm not saying she doesn't deserve it sometime. But I totally feel her confessional of like, hey, I think Talia had a really good shot. And that's great for her. But it's not really great for me. Yeah. Yeah. It That's like very true. Assessment of what happened. Yeah, and it's not mean. I think they wanted that to read as like, huh, I don't care if Tolly gets a good shot. No, that's not what she's saying. No. She's saying it's perfectly good, but it also hurts her because she's in the same shot. Uh-huh. I have an inscrutable note, and that is London Evil Fingers. Yes. Because she's talking about that she's curious who's going to go home tomorrow because she genuinely doesn't know. And she does like the Mr. Burns hands. Mm. She's like, who do you think it's going to be? I'm genuinely curious. And it's fun. Because London has read the script for the episode and knows this is the time (laughs) you're supposed to talk crap about each other. (laughs) Except then it's just a very wholesome bottom two talk. Yeah. Oh, the most. Again, they want to villainize people that I don't think are giving them any material to work with. And it seems like they're, it seems so producer driven, just like Truth or Dare, where they're mm-hmm. trying to stir shit up. And mostly it just leads to all of them like being cute. Yeah. Where did this other child come from? Are they multiplying like gremlins or is Tyra <laughs> stealing from She a fed one school? after midnight and now there's yeah. another one. Sometimes getting lost is the only way to be discovered. Just one of these has to eventually make sense, right? Accidentally? No way. The pattern on Tyra. Even she calls it out, though. She hates it as well. This was so passive-aggressive. Hopefully judging is as festive as my colorful shirt. Right, Lindsay? Temporary stylist today? She almost gives a Jill Stewart style down the barrel <laughs> camera look. <laughs> Courtney does the funniest thing because like you, Hannah, I want to make sure that we call out fun Courtney for as long as we're graced with her presence. Mm-hmm. When Tyra mentions Seventeen Magazine, Courtney looks back at the other girls as if to say, did you know? <laughs> and I can't tell if Courtney didn't realize that or is making fun of the prize announcement that. being constant. Yeah. That. yeah. This is the point where I realized that the pairings of in these photos are exactly the evaluation order last week as though they had that piece of paper for tyra and she just was like these two these two these two and i guess these three that's fascinating like there was zero thought put into this like literally she had two copies of it one with notes on it and one that was blank and she's like oh here you can just this this pairing yeah fascinating Mm, that but is, even it, though what a very interesting insight alexander i love mm. that you're welcome but yes even though it's a group shot you will be judged one by one <laughs> punch 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 post having a grand all time <laughs> so courtney and nija because now tyra has also caught that pronunciation our first courtney and nija it's the worst photo of the week it is it just is 
neither look good. Also, Courtney, from a perspective, looks like flattened somehow. Yeah, it looks warped. Yeah, exactly. Like someone took it in Photoshop and changed the perspective in a weird way. Courtney's arm and hand is the one of the strangest things we've ever seen. Because where did it go and where did it come from? Courtney is also holding Bob the Drag Queen's purse first. <laughs> mm-hmm. And what, did they literally just ball up Tool and throw it at Nyja? Apparently so. And I think I think Nyja was trying to do something besides friendly. Yeah. Yes. And she's not friendly. But give her that. Because of the makeup they've put on Nyja. It looks like they were caught in the middle of, like, a torrid tryst because there's literal paint on Nyjah's face. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They loved putting pieces of plastic on their eyebrows for this, too, for some reason. Which also, because she's already doing a little bit of a mean mug, giving her fake arched eyebrows does not help this cartoonish look that Nyjah's having. No. Also, the structure, not the structure, but, like, the way this photo is taken with all this negative space, it feels like a realty ad that then these two women were in. <laughs> this is also, the the styling for this one, I'm going to say, is the least well-considered of any of the photos because it feels like they're oh, almost yeah. trying to do like um like a Knight's Tale style faux different era of history thing. Yeah. Interesting. It's almost sure, like mozart Yes, with the mm-hmm. with the like bustled up skirts and the high collars and the gloves. Yeah. It has nothing to do with current artists. Not at all. Ugh, this is yeah, not photo. good. Amina and Fo are next. Incredible. I love this photo. This Fo is... steals this photo. Fo, justice for Fo. She is so good in this photo. I'm gonna go on record right now. This photo for both of them as a collective. An individual is one of my favorite photos in top model history so far. Yeah. This is perfect. You get the characters, you get the story. They're both giving you different versions of the same thing. The you styling the is successful. The you feel yeah, you I would I would buy this cool belt. I would buy the glasses. I would buy the makeup that Bo is wearing. This is excellent. She's managing her dumb props with such ease. They were they gave them the most prop. They gave her loose paper and yet and yet it's so so good good. my only thing is because of the way that amina is posed you can't see her eyes at all Mm -hmm. just because she's looking down yeah but it's still that's like the tiniest nitpicky piece of critique because this the color saturation of this photo is great yeah like it's so good part of it's also they're ones that got to do it in the day right helpful yeah weird how lighting helps outside also these buns i love i, I just love this photo. so good celia and sandra are next they still don't tell us where they're supposed to be <laughs> no idea um so nigel hates nannies in a way that i'm uncomfortable with yeah it felt like he's had a personal experience with nannies that uh he is legally not able to talk about i think about it more wholesomely i think he had a nanny who took away his toy camera Mm. (laughs) and he was not happy with that nanny taking away his first noted fashion toy which was his tiny little camera they don't talk about it here i'm i'm proceeding private panel a little bit okay proceeding private panel (laughs) they love this wig on sandra Calling it a wig is a very generous definition. True. They love this pile of yarn on Sandra. (laughs) Yeah. 
Oh, it's the thing of they almost said, we wish this were her makeover as though that would be possible. (laughs) And I don't want to take away because I think she's doing her body is really great and fun and full of character. Yeah. I like that they're kind of doing the same thing to each other. Mm-hmm. But I, I love Sandra's one hand and I do yep. love her feet. Yeah. Yeah. They are murdering this baby. Uh, yes. This bus is coming at them and they are pushing the <laughs> cart. They're planning on murdering the baby and they're arguing about how. They are <laughs> because sacrificing they are... <laughs> that yeah. baby to a goddess who's going to give them 20 more years of eternal youth and beauty. <laughs> The important thing is the photo tells a story. <laughs> and they do, they call out how both of them look great in panel and they do. And having yeah. the pairing of Celia and Sandra as two of our fashion contestants, they're both very good at personal presentation and panel. And it's great to see them in person. Again, it's a cycle of good styling all around, but they're two of the tops. Love yeah. that Celia is feeling comfortable enough to put out, pull out the tie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we've got our threesome of Talia Tiana and Natalie. And I've never, like, I've never agreed with the judging panel more that two of them look so activated and like real joy and really fit the character. And Natalie just looks half engaged. Yeah. Uh, this feels like an ad, though. This feels like it's it an It does. Amazing. Oh, absolutely. They criticized Tiana for having her face all the way back. Didn't bother think, me. No. Didn't bother me that much. And she does have like perfect teeth. Yes, she does. Yeah. I don't know. It fits with the story. Yeah. yeah, it's a. She could have maybe tilted a little further forward, but it doesn't make or break the photo. This also feels like the only photo that should have happened at night. Yes, not only at night, but on the bus. Yeah, like this is the only one that because they're doing something that you would do on a tour bus, taking a selfie, taking pictures of you in the location. Like this is probably I love love Foe and Amina's picture, but this is probably the best photo in terms of the overall photo because just because it also uses the location yeah it also uses the location appropriately Mm -hmm. and i think it is also just fun because so many of the stories turned out to be you're mean it's nice (laughs) to see them happy and full of life in that way yeah editorial fashion can also be joyful yes then london and allison said gay rights in this photo because they are giving sinister lesbian couple right I also thought this was very coupley mm. when Paulina says that Allison looks like a hungover Olsen twin. She does it not. She does have some Olsen twin energy here. But that's also not not the brief. Right? Right? I don't think they I don't think they missed the brief as hard as the judging panel does. I think and they I look got, very much. I got very annoyed when Tyra talked about how you guys had the most pop culture references and brings up two Paris examples. Hilton. And Nicole Richie, neither of whom are New York socialites. Well, she says Paris and Nicole and Gossip Girl. Uh, you knew she was going to say Gossip Girl. But even London rolls her eyes at Tyra. She is yes. also not buying this. Not oh. buying what Tyra is selling. Yeah. I think London looks pretty great. It's a good photo amazing. of London. Mm-hmm. I do think Allison drags the photo down just a little bit because she's kind of not really fully activated in any way shape or form i also think the styling on allison was very different than the styling london got what allison allison has a little fashion biker <laughs> gang thing going on also i don't know about you but it's very strange to me to see louis vuitton so highly featured in this photo when they are not wearing 
Louis Vuitton outfits. Yeah, it looks Weird. like a, it looks like an LV ad, but yet it's not. And I'm not saying that the background isn't cool because it's a cool logo with colors and like I get it, but it it's very strange. Because if imagine you open someone's portfolio and this is in it, you're like, oh, it's Louis. You did a an ad for Louis Vuitton. They're like, no, no, no. We were just mean girls on a bus. <laughs> <laughs> so which one of you missed the bus? But who is getting on that Greyhound bus and not coming back? <laughs> <laughs> I noticed for the first time it's a lot easier this cycle for the girls to exit because they're actually on a big platform. Mm-hmm. So they actually get to leave at the same time instead of having to shuffle off one by one. <laughs> there's no bottlenecking. Yeah, there's exactly. This is where I noticed that they have the models enter from both sides. Yeah, I have no idea why. I we don't no really, we why. rarely see the moment of that, but okay. Private panel. Now they're getting on the bus, obviously. Jill Stewart says that Amina looks like the girl next door. I'm sorry, but. Who's, who's uh-huh? next door? Who's next door, Jill? Two things about that. One, I don't think that, I think Amina is way too model-esque to ever look like the quote-unquote girl next door, which is an ambiguous sure. title already. She's seven also, feet tall. Also, I was about to say, Amina can't even fit through a regular door. <laughs> Much <laughs> like, Come on. It, it bothers me that they make such a big deal out of, we're going to judge all of these individually. Because... At several points during the judging, they talked about, oh, you might have had a better photo, but the whole thing needs to look good, which makes me think that you should be choosing the best photo individually from the best group photo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in some cycles, they've done that, I think, in maybe the future where they even will save an entire photo and like... Paulina hates Allison. Oh, I have Paulina. Paulina says something devastating about Celia. <gasps> I missed She it. looks like maybe not a top model, but a model. Ooh. There is Paulina is obsessed, and she says it two or three times in private panel, and I think once in regular judging. Paulina has become really obsessed with model versus top model. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which isn't a bad thing to do. I'm surprised that Paulina has decided in her final cycle to start branding so hard. <laughs> It feels like she doesn't think Tyra is a top model. And then <laughs> Paulina is the only one that can comment on who a top model is. I guess some people are just models and some people are legendary. Why does Tyra feel the need to explain so hard how the digital art is going to be displayed? And her partner in the picture will be cropped out. And I almost feel like Sandra or Celia won because that was the easiest one to crop individually. (laughs) (laughs) Sandra is first. And this is like, they should have been picking either Amina or Foe. Yes. I agree. But Sandra did have a really good picture. She did. Yeah. Then, as they say, Amina gets called second. Yeah. Not a great pronunciation on that name this time. And I'm going to, I'm going to caveat right now. I mispronounce names all the time. When we're pointing it out, it's because Tyra should have learned their names by now. (laughs) Also, you're a TV show. You're a TV show. Just be like, nope, that wasn't right. Amina. So so sorry, Amina. We're going to do another take. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. I've got 12 models standing before you. Damn it. (laughs) Before me. (laughs) Talia is third, which I get from a show perspective i don't agree that she was the third best photo but i get mm-hmm. that they're like if you think of a perspective of they're gonna pick the best 
in every individual photo first. I do think Tolly was the best in her individual photo. Except that's not what they do. That's not what they do, though. I know. Yeah, just... but I get that. Foe <laughs> gets fourth, which is so. Well, would have been my winner this week. Yes, I could. Yeah, I, I could. I could back that. And I think Foe has had good pictures this whole time. Mm-hmm. Then Celia. Then Courtney. Hi. Yeah. I would have honestly just put Courtney and Nyjah in the bottom two. And then London gets penalized for Allison in her photo because she's so low. Yeah. And then Tiana and then Natalie. Hmm. Which leaves Allison and Nyjah in the bottom. And then, so sometimes, as we've discussed, someone just is in the bottom two because they didn't have a very good photo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is how I had I transcribed this whole thing because it's been a while since we've gotten a true word salad from Tyra. Oh, oh yes, yeah. she went to the salad buffet for uh-huh. this. This is a lot <laughs> on the she plate. Went to soup plantation. Mm-hmm. Allison, when you walk into the room, people go, "Whoa, that's different. That's interesting. Never seen that before." So the judges go, "Huh, there's something special there." But what we didn't see in your photo was something special there. Is it a fluke that happens in pictures sometimes? Because what they saw today was quite depressing for them. Depressing? That last line is so odd. What? What? Uh? Allison, your bad photo caused negative mental health repercussions (laughs) (laughs) for the entire judging panel. Jill Stewart didn't deserve that. Jill Stewart has to go on SSRIs now, Allison. (laughs) Could... Someone who takes good photos have more than one bad photo? <laughs> and then Nyjah, you're going home. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> she also refers to Nyjah's first photo as having a lot of tension in her body mm. when she was literally, like, skipping. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the tensest my body ever is when I'm <laughs> joyfully skipping. Mid-skip. <laughs> Uh, this also, but when it's revealed that obviously Allison is safe, there is the post can't even fake drama with this. There's not even a sound cue. No, it's just Nisha being like, "Oh yeah, we're finally done with the speeches, and I can go home." Hug, 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 and then cute, cute. Tyra is mad that Nisha isn't upset Bad. enough. So yeah. on the way out, she's push tension strong, and then friendly as ever. No, she goes push, push, push. All right, she all but said, "Smell you later." Bye, guys. (laughs) Smell you later. Well, TTFN. Well, you say that. You say that. We see Nyjah writing a note. She wrote, "I wish you all the best. Remember to be yourself. That's what makes you the best." Please, please clean up after yourself in the kitchen. Cycle 12, the best cycle ever. Remember, quote, keep it cute or put it on mute, said foe. LOL, I'm going to miss you guys so much. Take care and t- and play fair. Hearts, always Nyjah. That is perfection. Please, please clean up after yourself. <laughs> please, please clean up after yourself in the kitchen. Nyjah's just like, I'm happy to leave. <laughs> that kitchen really didn't want to get a bacteria. I would prefer it if you didn't either. I'm not going to get a staph infection now. I would hope that you would not as well. <laughs> Big Janet energy from Nyjah. Right? Love that. Mm-hmm. All right. Nyjah Harris. There is, it's interesting when you look up Nyjah. Um, she has an LA Times gallery of her time on the show. 
Wow. <laughs> yeah. On Instagram, it's her first name, underscore H, Nyjah Harris, and then Nyjah underscore mm-hmm. H. And she does a lot of YouTube videos now and is active on Instagram and Twitter. Twitter is that mostly tracks. reposting the videos. She basically has a kind of a style blog, and she recently highlighted specifically some Black-owned businesses. She does a lot of beauty hauls, you know, those mm-hmm. kind of videos. Still modeling, too. As recently as March 2020, she was in a she was pretty prominent in a Vogue spread inside the magazine. And as a cute little like bonus thing, she calls people, specifically her YouTube viewers, pumpkins. Cute. Which is just the right amount of adorable. But yeah, she seems like she's still a working model who is working and also is just having a little beauty guru moment as well. Still a friendly friend who is friending. I was going to say, that totally makes so much sense as a career avenue for Nyjah. She, Mm -hmm. like, I would want to, like, watch her telling me about makeup brands. Like, she has that energy. And I would say Instagram-wise... Except for the folks that became like really big models, like the Dannys of the top model universe. Mm -hmm. She has a lot of really good modeling shots that are clearly very current things Mm -hmm. that whether they're test shots with friends, like friendly, friendly photographers. She (laughs) only works with friendly. She only works with friendly folks. That's her brand. (laughs) But she's keeping at it. Good for her. I don't know what to say, though. There was a Reddit post, and I think this is very indicative of what's probably going to be a non-discussion about her. The yeah. Reddit post was, who the hell was Nyjah in Cycle 12? <laughs> and everyone just, there was one funny uh, response that was, you mean noted fashion photographer and model Nyjah Barker, which is fun. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she, kind of like Jessica before her, wasn't given a lot to do and even in the audition episode beyond open mouth tap dancing it feels like this season they didn't have enough people to cast so they just cast three people that they weren't gonna focus on yeah it's, it, it's nothing to say bad about nyjah because no, i think I can, she was and she was clearly pleasant. a stunning human plausible yeah. model and very like a capable model yeah not it's good but, but like, she had three bad setups to do yeah it'd have been neat to see an individual shot from any of the people that have been eliminated so far it's interesting though because i do feel like house is filled to the brim with personalities and this yeah. seems like the first cycle where literally the first three eliminees are all fairly personality-less. Because even think about past cycles and first eliminees, the Kathleen's and Kathy's of the world, mm. or or Allison, who yeah. was, you know, the orange-headed <laughs> after her makeup. Like, even early eliminees usually get Something. some sort of really powerful personality edit. We've gotten three. Uh? I think it kind of speaks to the strength, though, of the rest that of the, cast. the other people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And if you think we're strong and have personalities, you should rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. We love hearing from you, your hot takes, your iced tea. Uh, you can always reach out to us at podleadum.com, where we also have a P.O. box that I think will be changing at some point soon because yeah. two of your hosts are moving on up to different apartments. <laughs> I'm I'm technically moving on down. <laughs> you are moving on down. We're meeting in the middle. Me and GW yeah. are going to be literal neighbors. And that's yeah, so thing funny. Us. Just just to, so everyone knows, we didn't even know that was going to be true <laughs> no. until we were both contracted. And I was like, here's my new address. And Alexander was like, here's our new address. And I was like, so that's 
blocks away. <laughs> if not block away. Singular block away. Well, yeah. You can find me anywhere at Yet Charming. Come say hi on Instagram at Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm on Twitter at JW Crump. And also, you can send us an email at podleadum at gmail.com or by going to our website podleadum.com slash contact. And I wanted to read one very quick email um, because also it's a request for additional response. So Anna sent something just incredible. Subject line, America's Next Top Bride themed bachelorette party. Hello, my name is Anna or Anna. I'm going to say Anna for the purposes of this. And I just got back from my bachelorette trip in Asheville, North Carolina, which listeners might know I'm not from Asheville, but I'm from North Carolina. Okay. My friend Judd, perfect North Carolina name. (laughs) And I have been bouncing around cycles on A&TM since this past summer and have been listening to your podcast since a few months ago. Judd gave my friends Tori and Maggie the idea to throw me a bachelorette party with an America's Next Top Model theme, and she truly outdid herself. I would love to share what she did with you. And I was basically like, and then thanked us for the show, laugh out loud in my car on the way to work, keep up the awesome work. Um, Anna, Anna, I responded, I need details. Yes. And this is a plea. Please, maybe maybe my response somehow went to your spam. Anna, I need to know. I need to know what you, Judd, the rest of your friends did. I need to know about Anna's husband. <laughs> <laughs> what if the theme was just Anna from Cycle 2? <laughs> Love that. They, they couldn't go take out photos. And they put on they, more clothes. They, exactly. <laughs> they couldn't take photos because Anna never had a photo on the show. <laughs> but I. A themed bachelorette party around America's Next Top Model. The possibilities. The possibilities. Plus the photo booth. I mean, that that makes itself. You can also use the hashtag podleadum so that we can see it in our save searches. It's just easy. It's mm-hmm. easy, breezy, and beautiful. <laughs> so for podleadum, I have been Alexander Price. I'll be Hannah Jean Ginsburg. And I'm J.W. Crump. And we'll see you on top. Podleadum is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks, 10x10 Entertainment, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders.